0: Hi, this is Erica Spiegelman, and on this episode of Rewired Radio, my guest today, Allison McCready, has found her life's work in harnessing the power of human touch. It's about making that connection through touch and how powerful that can be.
1: This is Rewired Radio with Erica Spiegelman, addiction and wellness specialist, motivational speaker, and author, helping individuals, couples, and families regain
0: a sense of control, leading to personal growth, wellness, and a more fulfilling life. Here's Erica Spiegelman Human touch is powerful. For centuries, we've been using touch as a way to treat illness, manage pain, and promote overall health and wellness. My guest today, Allison McCready, has found her life's work in harnessing the power of human touch. Allison is a yoga practitioner and hands-on healer who uses touch to help her clients work through physical, emotional, and psychological pain. Most recently, Allison has devoted her practice to bodywork with a specialty in craniosacral therapy and it seeks to help people harmonize with the natural rhythm of their central nervous systems by gently working with and manipulating the head. Allison's here today to talk about her experience working as a craniosacral therapist, how she has seen it really heal her clients. Uh, She's also going to share with us what inspired her to pursue a life of healing through touch and how we all can benefit from hands-on healing. Allison, welcome to the show. I'm so excited and honored to have you with us today.
1: Oh, thanks so much, Erica. I really appreciate you inviting me to be on, and I'm excited to talk about my all-time favorite subject—something I'm super passionate about.
0: Oh well, I'm I'm so <laughs> happy to have you share and and spread the word of what this is and and all the therapies you do. I mean, you you, we'll get into it, but you have had mult you have had multiple experiences in healing the healing arts and with yoga. But let's first talk about the craniosacral therapy. And for people that haven't heard about it, can you break it down and kind of give us a, an idea of what that is?
1: Sure, absolutely. And, you know, I want to clarify, too, that there are different types of craniosacral therapy, and the, the paradigm that I practice is called biodynamic craniosacral therapy. So it's actually BCST, and okay. it's a little different than um, more of a biomechanical approach in that it's hands-on, but there really is no manipulation and no protocol. It's more of a neutral listening through the hands. Um, and you know, I, I just wanted to even quote one of my mentors, Steve Haynes, he was one of my teachers and he says something beautiful that just makes so much sense. He says, when you touch people, they change. It's
0: that simple. Mm. And Mm. really that's
1: what the work is all about. It's about making that connection through touch and how powerful that can be.
0: It's a beautiful quote. And yeah, I, I totally agree. And it's, it's something I don't think we talk about or give enough credit to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's It seems like such a simple, almost like a no-brainer, but really, um, you know, we don't have a lot of touch in our society. We end up being kind of isolated, and, um, you know, if people can just connect, especially in this way, I think great things can happen. And, I
0: agree. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, especially in this work. So um, just to explain a little bit about the biodynamic craniosacral paradigm, Um It's based on the premise that we are full of health. We have inherent health within us. And I like to explain that as a river of health. So we're born into this world. We have a river of health within us. And Mm -hmm. then throughout our lifetime, things happen, right? We have different traumatic events or stressors, a car accident, surgery, a health crisis, um, family dysfunction, chronic work stress, you name it. And all of those I like to describe as boulders or gravel or sand that get thrown into our river of health, and they disrupt that natural flow. And those events, those traumatizing events, become dysregulating to our inherent health. And Mm -hmm. this work helps to excavate all of that debris so that the body's natural river of health can flow freely. Um, and it's really just that simple. It's about clearing away the debris. So the health that's already there
0: can flow freely. That's such a beautiful analogy. And and it's so effective. I mean, as you're talking, I'm noticing <laughs> all the debris <laughs> and the coming in and going out. Yeah, like and a so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know, I mean, maybe, you know, I've had this question before it, are the hands that effective to actually remove that debris? And I know that you, you know, through personal experience, and we'll get into that too, you know, the trauma too, that actually causes that debris to, to stay stuck or, um, some kind of, like you said, life experience that creates these ripple effects of unhealthy, um, unhealthy ailments that go on in the body. Is it, Is it that effective for just the the hands? I mean, you know, most people think, oh, that's not going to do much. Maybe I'll feel a little better. But how is it really going to treat the underlying issue? And with what you're saying to me is it does.
1: It absolutely does. And, you know, I think to say it in terms that are really understandable, we're working directly with the nervous system in biodynamic craniosacral therapy. And all of these events, right, the boulders, gravel, sand, et cetera, those are dysregulating events, which means your nervous system gets out of balance. Mm -hmm. So by coming into contact through human touch and working with someone who is uh, very skilled at listening in this way, your nervous system responds by uh, releasing the trauma within. Mm -hmm. So if that makes any sense, it, it just allows the body to settle, the nervous system to regulate And then all of the other systems in the body that might be affected by whatever traumatic events or stressors have accumulated begin to unravel. So when Mm -hmm. you have um, chronic pain or illness or depression, anxiety, lethargy, TMJ is a big one for stress, um, all of these things begin to present and unwind because the river of health begins to flow more freely. So... The idea is that you already have everything you need to be healthy inside and your body knows how to heal itself. And by coming into contact with a neutral listening presence, your body will just go to business.
0: Mm, that is so awesome. Really, it yeah. is. And yeah. and and, But, I, you know, also, I would love to just ask you to convey this to the audience, too, that how important, you know, healing our nervous system is. I don't think people realize that the nervous system is kind of like, you know, holding us up most of the time. I know with the population I work with, people in recovery, um, obviously uh, the, the poisons and things that we put in our bodies, whether it's, you know, someone that's dealing with a dependency or an addiction or just somebody like you said that has some chronic pain or inflammation. I mean, it's everything is the central nervous system. And, yes. and I don't know how many people have, you know, been educated on that and, and how powerful it is when we begin to heal that.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, I studied a lot uh, about the nervous system and how it functions through my work with somatic experiencing as well. So I do that um, in addition to the biodynamic craniosacral work, and that's the work of Dr. Peter Levine. And mm-hmm. um, what I've learned through Dr. Levine is that, you know, our nervous system is really this brilliant thing within us that helps um, take us out of harm or helps us to fight when there's danger or, you know, there's other strategies that that it employs. Um, but what happens in these high activation cycles, if we are not able to sort of come down the other side and deactivate the nervous system. So when something happens, there's a novelty in the environment and our nervous system assesses, do we get the heck out of here? Do we stand and fight? Do we freeze? What's the best strategy? So once all of that happens, um, there's nothing that helps to take us down the other side. So other mammals out in the world, there's a whole series of events that happens that help to regulate the nervous system after um, a traumatic event. And we as humans have that same innate ability, but we also have this amazing thinking brain and we think, shake it off, get over it, move on, everything's Mm -hmm. fine. And we override our natural body impulse towards um, regulation and therefore, that high activation literally gets stuck within our nervous system.
0: Wow. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. I mean, yeah, in <laughs> and, and, and the somatic healing, can you also explain what that is for people that have maybe heard that term but don't have, you know, a familiarity with it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So somatic experiencing is um, uh, basically it's a one-to-one experience. So you're working with a somatic experiencing practitioner, and it's not talk therapy. So we're not really as interested in telling the story verbally of what's happened to you. It's more about listening to the body tell its story. And we learn certain strategies um, to help support the story when it bega- begins to unfold. So you might be working with a client or I might be working with a client and even just touching on what the event was, they start to feel tingling in their feet or tingling in their hands. And then I might cue them to notice that tingling and just see what happens next. And that's how the, the, the session unfolds, just going through the various um, sensations within the body and helping them to find a cycle of completion and integration so that then that traumatic event has an opportunity to come down the other side and the nervous system mm-hmm. becomes more regulated.
0: Well, wow, it's yeah, it's so powerful. And and I even, you know, try and be aware. And I think it's a good it's a good thing to bring up is that, you know, we, we could really begin to see when we're activated by something or when we get nervous about something or, or how we're feeling about something by tapping into what we're feeling in our body. And I, and I know yeah. that there are a lot of people that don't, you know, they don't really they're not conscious of it. They don't really uh, feel like that that will give them a message. But if you become more aware, more mindful of that, I think it is one of the most amazing ways to actually, um, guide your life when you can act, when you could say, God, I'm feeling anxious. Where am I feeling anxious in my body? Right. And, and also holding on to holding on to stressors. We hold it on. We hold on in our body to these stressors as well. And so how yeah. can people, do you have any tips about how people can become more, um, aware of this so that they could start to, you know, heal themselves yeah. in a way. Yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, you know, just even a quick example of how the nervous system works. So I know this call is coming in. I'm going to have this conversation with you this morning. And, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe 10 or 15 minutes before it's about to happen, my heart rate starts to elevate. I notice my palms are sweating and my armpits Mm -hmm. are sweating and my feet get a little tingly. So what I immediately do is I sit down in a chair. I get my feet on the earth and I feel Mm -hmm. the back of my body into the chair And then I begin to just gently press my feet into the floor and feel that contact through my feet, the activation through my legs, my muscles contracting, and I feel then my back body kind of settling into the chair. And then within a few moments of really connecting to my physical form in this way, a deep breath just naturally happens, and that's how I know my nervous system is starting to regulate itself. So Mm. that's a way that people can... Um, It's a a wonderful tool to have just in daily life in a stressful situation, whatever it may be, is to just immediately start to notice your feet, right? So you feel Mm -hmm. your feet wherever they are, feel a little gentle pressing, feel the strength in your legs, feel into your back body, whatever you're sitting on. If you can't sit on something, you can just go up to a wall and feel your back into the wall, press a little bit, and almost immediately you'll get an effect from that.
0: Thank you. That is yeah. so helpful. And, and I know cause, because I know people are always struggling with, uh, you know, a moment where they're anxious, whether it's a conversation they need to have with someone or a job interview or, you know, whatever it is and yeah. and life. And <laughs> life right. And, and I was talking to a bunch of therapists yesterday. I was training at, at a, a wonderful treatment center and we were talking about grounding grounding yeah. ourselves. And yeah. I had I, mentioned that somebody told me a long time ago, if somebody is, you know, activated or anxious to take off your shoes, if you can, and, and actually yeah. put your feet in the earth, and walk around yes. grass, or whatever it is. And, and uh, we were we were discussing that and how powerful that really is. And it's something that sounds so simple, but yet really is effective for your nervous system.
1: It's so effective. And you know, I might add too that sort of the typical thing that people say, you know, just take some deep breaths, and you'll be fine that actually is a little less effective than allowing the breath to happen on its own by becoming Mm. more embodied and more grounded, as you say. Mm -hmm. So if you just kind of force the breath to happen, for me, what I notice is that's a little bit more activating, right? But if I get into my body, if I get into my feet, and I feel my back body pressing into something, I feel that connection to earth, to ground, the breath happens on its own. And that way I know my body is just taking care of itself. And then we're talking again about your natural inherent ability to heal. Right?
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And is that because you're creating a, a safety net from within or you're 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 allowing yourself to feel safe and protected in some way?
1: I think in part, yes, because we're always our nervous system is always scanning the environment for am I safe? Am I safe? Is yeah. this a safe situation? So if you Mm -hmm. can find that ground within your own body, that safety, as you said, that's a great word, within your own physical form, then yes, that is a very regulating um, tool.
0: Yeah. And and just to be also just to be a little bit more specific, it doesn't always mean just physical safety. It's emotional safety. It's psychological safety. I mean, I think that is what activates people the most is is the thoughts that we create in our heads that we're not safe or that something is going to go wrong or that we catastrophize the situation um, that has not even unfolded yet. I mean, these are all just things of the human condition. And, you know, I think giving people these tips and tools is one of the most powerful things that they could have. So I really appreciate that.
1: Yeah, and, you know, even to add in, now that we're talking about it, um, yeah. you know, this idea of safety within, another great way to find that. So you're sitting, you're feeling your feet, you're feeling your back body, or you're walking on grass. That's a great one. I love that one. Um, walking, yeah. if you can get to sand to where the ocean is, that's another great place. But if you can even be doing those things and turning on your inward gaze, your, your attention, and notice, where do I feel good in my body? where is a place that does feel safe? And then maybe you get a sensation in your belly of solidity or, oh, my legs feel really strong or my hands feel like they could do anything. And you just notice that goodness, that safety within your own body, and that also can help to bring in regulation
0: absolutely that's such a great that's thank you for sharing all that that's amazing yeah, sure. so can you tell every can you tell us a little bit about your own journey what inspired you to get into this I, I really love to be able to understand um, the author of the work you know it's, yeah, it, absolutely. It's, it's so nice to be able to to hear your story and and to share with others because I think a lot of people will relate so if you don't sure. mind.
1: Um. Yeah. well so you know I started out my life exploring different things and ended up in a corporate environment Um, which, you know, I had a great gig, a lot of security, great insurance benefits, and there was a lot of, you know, stuff in the pro as opposed to the con column. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just wasn't super satisfied. I felt like there was more to be had from my own life and that I wasn't quite walking my my true path, you know, my sort of mission, why am I here? And um, to make a long story very short, I landed on... Yoga and bodywork. And I started practicing yoga regularly. Um, and I found um, teachers that I really loved. and I found um, a bodywork school that I really wanted to attend a massage program initially. Um, and I just started to learn and investigate and do things that were body- based um, in order to find my own true path. And mm-hmm. as that unfolded, of course, I began to experience my own inner healing through my yoga practice and through visiting uh, really skilled practitioners in um, the cranial field and in massage and other types of body work um, and really profoundly felt a healing experience in my own body. And I'd had years and years of talk therapy, which I think is so exceptional. We really need to have our stories heard um, and have someone to listen with a compassionate ear and then we need to go beyond that and work more with what's happening in the body. And that's where I feel like my uh, true healing uh, occurred and especially working in the somatic experiencing space and um, biodynamic craniosacral. So when I began to receive those treatments, that's when things really uh, transformed for me and where I was able to engage in my real path, engage with myself and with others in a really truthful way. And my life has just changed dramatically as a result of all of that.
0: That's, that's so wonderful. And, and do you feel that, you know, because you're, you've been focused on the body work and, and, and then, you know, most people think of the body as external to temple, right? Or it's a vehicle for our, uh, I don't know, our spirit brain yeah our brain, everything else that comes within the body. Um, yeah. you know, it's just interesting to to hear the focus on that, but i I would think that you actually became more aware and more in touch with your your inner voice, your intuitive voice, your inner inner life. And how does that come to be? You know, I mean, we I have this discussion with people all the time, the mind, body, spirit it's all connected. But I don't know how many people out there really are mindful of that every day. You know we mm-hmm. we're so in our heads all the time, or we're yeah. so in our bodies, whether it's pain or something going on. That how do, you know, how to, from someone who's had so much experience, how do we connect them all and mindful of that every day?
1: Hmm. Boy, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a skill like anything else. You know, it's a muscle yeah. that we have to uh, develop and that we have to strengthen. And I think by just even starting with that simple practice that I described earlier and what we talked about creating safety within your own body, just by beginning there. So there has to be a place to start, Right. So you begin Mm -hmm. by noticing your body and using your body to ground and build safety, whether that's with that technique I described earlier or attending regular yoga classes or visiting maybe a biodynamic cranial practitioner or an SE practitioner, um, just finding ways that make sense, that resonate with you in terms of learning how to turn on the inner gaze and turn up the volume on your inner ears. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's really you know, there's no way to do that without just starting and just finding a way, a practice that works for you. Meditation is also another wonderful tool for turning on the inner ears and the inner gaze. Um,
0: Mm -hmm. And you just
1: start, you know, one session at a time, one class at a time. And, you know, for instance, some of my biggest awakenings were um, in yoga classes where I would feel a particular sensation in my body and then notice welling of emotion that came along with that and then an Mm. emotional release would happen and a big breath would happen and something had changed within me so those were my first experiences and then having those same kind of experiences in um, body work sessions where i was the receiver of the work, where i would feel a particular sensation and then a thought or an insight or an emotion would come flooding in And I learned to um, just support that, you know, through building the skill and Mm -hmm. allow those feelings to roll through me. And, of course, the practitioner is creating a really safe environment for that or the teacher, whatever you're in a class or a one-to-one session. And, um, you know, just having those experiences over and over again help you to build the skill of being in your body. We have this amazing physical form, and life is so much sweeter when you actually inhabit it, when you're really present with your body.
0: Right. Absolutely. And for people that are going through an emotional process, or I mean, everybody is emotional, we're emotional beings and and there's always something constantly unfolding in our lives, no matter what's going on. Uh, You know, I feel, I feel like if you could begin to to understand your emotions, to embrace the uncomfortable emotions and understand that that is giving, giving you a message, like you were just saying, then we, then we begin to really understand what it is we need in life and where we need to take action and what, you know, and what we can do to make our lives the best lives possible, um, yeah. right? And so do you, do you talk to people about this too? I mean, I know this is more hands-on therapy, but do you, begin, do you explain it at all that, that this is going to allow the emotional process to become more clear?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. And, you know, I'm not a therapist, right? So I mm-hmm. don't talk to my clients in that way or my students. But um, I do explain that this really is about getting more comfortable with what is uncomfortable,
0: Right, and, right. you
1: know, allowing, um, allow, well, really embracing the, the, the super uncomfortable stuff and the things that are com- really unpleasant and embracing all of those in a safe environment and allowing then the process to unfold. Because, yeah, we, we who wants to feel bad? Nobody wants to actually, like, turn and face the stuff that feels really yucky. Um, but that's, that's empowering to really look at that stuff and um, support it and allow for the regulation to happen, and and then to complete the cycles, right? So if we're not looking at the yucky stuff, it doesn't mean it's not there, right? Mm-hmm. You know that. <laughs> it's right, still there. Exactly. It's just stuffed down really hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and, and why I ask that question is because I've had people come to me, you know, as, as a counselor and, and doing therapy with them and say, you know, I tried this, but... It started to become too emotional or it was brought up right. trauma and, and, and then they don't want to go back. They don't want to k- deal with it anymore versus, you know, kind of explaining to them, Oh no, the work has started. <laughs> You're yeah, it's right. the right this thing. Yay. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. But, but I think people are so fearful of it because right. it, it is something unknown to them. It's a change. They've never experienced it. So I think that is a challenge when you say that, that we have to begin to explain this to people, that that is the, that's the goal.
1: Right. And, You know, also, um, it's how you present the work. When you're titrating the work in a a very skilled way as a practitioner. So when Mm -hmm. I'm uh, doing a session with a client, for instance, we don't just go like full speed throttle into the stuff that feels really uncomfortable. You just take little bites and then you allow the nervous system to process and then you find a little orientation in what's happening now, maybe in the room, maybe in your body, a more pleasant sensation, and then you go in for another little bite of what's uncomfortable. So it's not like this huge onslaught of, you know, we got to just get it done in one big pile drive. It's just little manageable bites at a time until you work through it.
0: Right. And that's so that's so great for people to hear that they you know, it's it's kind of like meeting them where they're at and, and, you know, obviously taking the time with it and having them acclimate and understand that that inner, you know, the inner work is starting, but there's no rush because <laughs> yeah, people are... right.
1: like we don't have to do it all in one session.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, to some people it's like 20 years of a real trauma or 20 years of old patterns yeah. or behaviors that, you know, all yeah. of a sudden start coming up and it's very shocking to the system. Um, yeah. and, but yet so healing at the same time. So uh, just amazing work that you do. I'm so grateful to have you with us today and sharing, uh, how this can help people and, and how really it sounds like this, this could be something that keeps the rest of their life. and 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 learn constantly more and more about themselves so uh really really wonderful stuff so allison could you tell everybody where they could find you and if they have any questions or want to come see you let them know where you're at
1: absolutely um my website is allisonmccready.com just uh put that in and you can sign up for my newsletter if you make an inquiry through my website about uh, booking a session and you mention this show and that you heard me on on this show i'll offer a 20 percent discount on the first session just so people can try it and see what it's all about since it is something that's really new
0: yeah okay well that's fantastic and and yeah thank you for giving all the listeners a chance to experience this incredible in-depth work and and really an intuitive way to heal themselves on so many levels so yes, thank you for absolutely. thank you for sharing with us Allison you're listening to rewired radio remember to catch every episode of rewired radio just hit subscribe and rate and review us let us know how we're doing. This episode of Rewired Radio has been produced by RadioMD.com. Award-winning health talk 24-7. I'm Erica Spiegelman. You could find me at Erica Spiegelman on Twitter. Also check out my show page at RadioMD.com for all my past episodes. Thank you for listening and stay well.